and welcome to episode 124 of Divided by Werewolves. Um, so, <laughs> last show, I told, Mitch, I told you this last show. So, the, the program that I use is called Audio Hijack, and it's great, but it's like, when you start it, the the button goes bright red, which to me is like the record button. That's what you're supposed to hit to start it. And at the end of last show, which I loved last show, I thought it was a fantastic show, I looked at Audio Hijack and the button was red and I was like, oh shit, I never <laughs> hit the button to record it and I got all weirded out. And so now I like, as soon as we start the show, I like stare at the button and I have to <laughs> look at the little waveform thing to make sure it's working. And it's like... It's like I psyched myself out, and I'm like, "Do I hit the button? Do I not hit the button?" <laughs> yeah, we need a producer. Yeah, we need a sound guy. We need something. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So nature is healing. I bought concert tickets yeah. <laughs> yesterday. Uh, Actually, we did too. Like about about three weeks ago or so. Yeah. Yeah. So so what happened was, um. I was talking to my wife about something I don't remember, and just just uh, for shits and giggles because the so Tampa Bay and the Canadians the they're the uh, your your Stanley Cup teams, so just for you know just for because my dad is coming on Thursday and not he I don't think he gives a shit about hockey but I was like I wonder how much Stanley Cup tickets are here and for like a home game it's not too bad when you consider that it's the fucking Stanley Cup it's like you could get you know higher up seats for like 450 you mm. could get better seats for like 700 which when you consider like how much Super Bowl tickets go for right. for me for like a final or it's not the final but even just get like a Stanley Cup game I don't think that's bad mm and so, you know, and I, because I, I was telling Linda, I was like, you know, if, if the Kraken ended up playing Tampa Bay, I, th- I think I would spend $500 to go mm-hmm. see them because why not, right? Like, uh, yeah. but, and then I started looking to see, well, what bands are coming to this area? Because, you know, I got spoiled living in Atlanta because between, you know, Phillips Arena, um, you know, Verizon built that outdoor place up in Alpharetta, mm-hmm. Chastain, and then like fucking, you know, you had the Roxy and fuck calling it Buckhead Theater. It's the fucking Coca-Cola Roxy. Like, right. You know, the Fox, Variety. Oh, um, yeah. Variety Playhouse, yeah. You know, there's that other one that the I've Tabernacle. seen. The Tabernacle, which is a fucking amazing place to see yep. a show. And then there's another place where I saw Jonathan Colton. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it's called. Um and then the ASO, the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, I saw Butch, one of the best Butch Walker shows I've ever seen in my life was at the mm. fucking ASO. There's so many great places to yeah, see masquerade. bands. I've been to the Masquerade. Yeah, the Masquerade, yeah. Um, so there's all sorts of places in Atlanta from smaller venues, like, you know, two, three hundred people up to, like, fucking, like, we saw, you know, Bruce Springsteen at Phillips Arena. Like, you know, you're talking tens <laughs> yeah. of thousands of people. But in around here i wasn't sure so i was like scrolling through what was coming and what did i see in st petersburg at this club called janice live which is about 
uh, 50 miles, so it's about an hour. Fucking Manchester Orchestra. I love Manchester Orchestra. Like, I love Manchester Orchestra. And so they just put out a new record in April, Million Masks of God, and it's fucking great. You should listen to it. And I said to my wife, hey, if they tour, like, I totally want to see them. And so, and this is how, this is how you know I am desperate for music. It is a Sunday yeah. night concert. Sunday night. The tank is Oof. empty at Sunday night, which is sad yeah. because it starts back up again on Monday. <laughs> and there was no – I didn't even think about it. And when I was done, I said to my wife, I just bought tickets for a Sunday night show, and I'm going to bitch about going to a Sunday night show up until the point I go. And she was like, you should take Monday off. And I was like, I should because that's how old I am. That if <laughs> it's yeah, just, I'm doing the same thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's an all-ages show. The show starts at 730. Yeah. <laughs> Which means Manchester, Manchester Orchestra will probably take the stage at nine because the opening band, who is some opening band, fuck the opening band. I'm past. I am past the point of giving a shit about the opening band. I wish them well. I hope they do something more with their lives. But I'm well past the point. And 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 when I say that, I say that telling you that I've seen some fucking amazing opening bands that have gone on to be fantastic. My wife and I, when we lived in Seattle, we saw the Counting Crows, which is a very 90s sentence to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that when my wife and I lived in Seattle, we saw the <laughs> Counting Crows. Like, that yeah. is... And yes, I probably wore flannel to that show. I was going to say, if you um, didn't, they probably handed it out at the door. <laughs> so. uh, and Ben Folds 5 opened for the Counting Crows, mm. and they were fucking amazing. They were better than Counting Crows. I love Ben Folds 5. Um but anyway, most of the time, the opening band, I could fucking give a shit. Um, so yeah. it's an all-ages show. Doors open at 7.30, which means Manchester Works will probably take stage at 9. They will probably play for an hour and a half, maybe two mm-hmm. hours, which means most conservatively, I would probably get home around midnight. That will necessitate an entire day off of work <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the following day. I already took the next day off for mine. So you're going to, but you're going to go see Corn and Stained. Which right. <laughs> is a, a probably a, like like Manchester Orchestra is 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 dudes with beards like it's right. they're great I love them but they're not what I would consider high energy corn and stained <laughs> like that's gonna be you could hurt you could legitimately if you wanted to get in the pit you yeah. could get in the pit and try and love someone sure. I don't think I'm going to, though. I think the the last one I got in, me ended up with a broken foot. And I think that kind of was like, hey, you're too old for this, stupid. So I, can't, so I think I'm okay. done with that. But so the only thing I know about Stained is it's been a while. Is there, like, do yeah. they do new music or are they still? Oh, yeah. Is this like an oh. Iowa Fairgrounds type of thing or do they still make new music? No, like, I, I think uh, as Stained, I don't think they've made a record in a, in a couple of years. But they made a, they made plenty after after Break the Cycle. Okay. Um, Aaron Lewis went off on his own and did a, a country record, and sure. then uh, why wouldn't you? I guess? Well, yeah, and then I guess that's not paying the bills or whatever. So really, they're, they're touring <laughs> stained countries, <laughs> not paying the bills. That's surprising. I mean, that thing, you know, I'm looking for. I, I I always was a fan of them, but you know, it was well. That's back. what I. That's what I was wondering. Are you are you seeing stained because you just kind of have to put up with them before corn takes the stage or you, no, you I, I've never like seen them? them before. And I, I really liked them oh, okay. uh, back in the day. Uh, the, now I will say back in the day, I didn't have access. We didn't have access to all the, the kind of the things we have access to now. And I didn't know what a douchebag Aaron Lewis was. Man. So I'm probably a little less excited to see them now than I would have been saying, you know, Oh one, Oh two. 
Yeah. But sure. uh, but I've seen Corn before. They put on a good show. Um, so I'm excited about it. I just kind of wish. Do I they do know. Word Up in concert? Or is that like a novelty I've thing? I've not seen them since they did that cover. They might. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was I just something them, like fun them. that they did or like they wouldn't do it in a concert because it's not like kind of in the the corn fan right. wheelhouse. Yeah, no, I, I haven't seen them since their second record. So I, I've only seen them before they became the corn that everybody knows now. Like I I know that sounds pretentious, but literally no, no, no. their their third record is the one where they kinda hit and it was on M T V and everybody started wearing everybody turned almost goth or like everybody had a disturbed yeah. childhood and shit all of a sudden and and uh I, I didn't really care for that record too much, so I didn't bother trying to see them. And plus, you know, they became they went from a ten dollar ticket to yeah, you know, really expensive. And and I was like, now nah, I'm good. I'll just listen to it. And every record for a while there was just a little bit worse than the one the one before it. Yeah. Uh, and they and I think they they turned it around uh, a couple of years ago. They put out they put out two records in a row that I didn't hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping they kind of play a mix of. <laughs> they won't. I'm sure they they're will. Gonna, they're gonna play. But uh, I'm kind of hoping for some some uh, some love for those first two because yeah. that's really what I'd, I'd like to hear. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to, you know, I saw that Eric Church is coming because so basically where I am is there's like Tampa, there's like a Florida State Fairgrounds in Tampa, there's like you know Raymond James or whatever, there's like a Tampa Arena type of thing, and then then there's St. Pete's that has like Janice Live based on like who's coming to it, like Modest Mouse is coming, like I said, Manchester Orchestra, and the new Modest Mouse record is like really fucking good. Like I was actually like I'm gonna buy tickets to Modest Mouse, but it was like four days after Manchester Orchestra, and I'm like, calm down. Calm yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a general admission show. You might be standing the entire time. Standing for three hours on a Sunday? Just slow yeah. your roll there. <laughs> Crawl before you walk, man. We're just getting back into this. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, I love Eric Church. I'm not, like, I'm very selective with my country music. Like, I hate all the fucking Toby Keith, rah-rah, America, oh. trucks and guns bullshit. But, like, Eric Church is not like that at all and he puts on a fantastic live show so i said to my wife we should go see eric church and she was like okay i'll go but it was like you know nosebleed seats were like 50 dollars. if you wanted decent seats they were like 150 bucks and when we saw bruce springsteen which was like one of my like dreams was i wanted to see bruce springsteen before i died or he died but i mean let's be honest bruce springsteen's gonna outlive all of us um (laughs) and so we saw them at Phillips, and the seats were fucking terrible. I mean, they were mm. terrible seats. We spent a sh- the most money I have ever spent on concert tickets ever mm. was for that show, and I basically watched a video screen. I can't. I couldn't yeah. tell you. I I don't remember anything from that concert except the fact there was like a column in front of us and some of the people who were near us. And I remember walking to the show, but in terms of like the music, I don't remember. Mm. And that's not what a Bruce Springsteen concert, you know, should be. Right. No, Um, exactly. And so I was like, I don't want to do the same thing again for for Eric Church cuz he does put on a really good show but also like but I also don't want to spend $300 to go see Eric Church. Right. You know, nothing against Eric Church, but I'm saving that money because wherever yeah. like I figure I I I would be very surprised if if Pearl Jam made it down here maybe Fort Lauderdale 
but I don't know. Somewhere in Florida, sure, but I don't know where. So whatever, I need to right. save money because I'm going to travel for that. Yeah, tour. I've never seen them either. I would love to. Oh, my God. They are. They are. They're so good. Like they yeah, are. like they were. They were right there from like like that whole grunge when I was in high school. That whole thing. Like Allison Chains was my favorite, but Pearl yeah. Jam was like right there with them. Like I, I mean, I'm the, I'm a huge. I'm like when I say I'm like the biggest Pearl Jam fan. Obviously, I'm not because like there's there's people who you're the biggest on. Pearl Jam fan I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm the dude who like will be like weeping in the car because like when when they play the show when they do like crazy Mary, the, the, the going back and forth between like Mike McCready and boom Gasper, like brings me to tears. Just to, like, that's <laughs> right. me. Right. Like I haven't seen as many shows. I haven't followed them on tour, but like I've seen them two or three times. I can't remember. Definitely twice. I may have seen them a third time, but I think it's only been twice. And the first yeah. time I was just fucking amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And I actually have the bootleg of that, that concert. Um, and I just wanted to see them, but like every time they'd come to Atlanta, it was part of like, you know, um, like, uh, Piedmont park or whatever, like a music festival. And I just, I can't do like all day out in the heat to see them. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, rough. <laughs> You know, I actually joined Ten Club, the fan club, like my, you know, as a, I, I got it as a Christmas gift because I was like, they get first dibs on seats. But then with the mm. pandemic and everything, and you know, the record they put out last year is fucking great. And so I've just been waiting, and I'm like, and my wife was like, wherever they come, if it's nearby, just just go see them, like get on a plane and go see them. And I was like, I'm fucking doing. It. I don't care. I'm gonna. So I have to kind of like, I don't want to spend a shit ton of money on concert tickets for bands that I'm like not like our yeah. first choice knowing that that could be coming at some point. Right. But I'm just so excited to go see live music again. The last concert I went to, I think was Guster mm. um, at the Tabernacle. Uh, was it the Tabernacle? I think it was at the Tabernacle. Maybe not. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Fucking great show. Amazing show. Mm. I, I don't even know when it was. That's how long. Yeah, ago. I don't remember the last one I went to. It's been it's, years. Yeah, it's been. And I was going probably pretty, was a jelly roll show to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I was going to shows pretty regularly. Um, but like Angels and Airwaves is touring. I would they're fucking amazing live. They their drummer is like an octopus. He is literally <laughs> one of the most I saw them at the Roxy, and I it was general admission, and so I was like right up at the stage but off to the side where I was mostly mostly looking at the drummer. Yeah, and I was like, I don't understand how he's able to do what he does. He was so fast. I mm. mean, it was. I mean, I I was like transfixed. They they. I mean, like uh, the 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 lead singer there, the guy uh, I forget he was he was in Blink One Eighty Two, and he's like really big into UFOs. He's fucking out there. That cat right. is, is like a, is like he's out there. But I loved that they were fucking amazing live. Um, mm. But it's like you just start seeing all these bands that you're like in normal times you'd be like. I'm not fucking driving two hours round trip and paying fifty bucks to see them, but I'm so starved right. for live music. I'm like, yes, <laughs> like fucking Carly Rae Jepsen tribute band. God damn it, absolutely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I've been there. I went and saw. I went and saw uh, Vanilla Ice when he went metal. So I, I understand. I drove all the way to Birmingham for that. <laughs> I was just happy to see. That the type of bands I like, because I don't like, it's not that I don't like, most of the music I listen to, like the alternative stuff, they're more of like, a, you know, more like a 2000, you know, mm. uh, person type of place. Like Jimmy Eat World, they're not going to play 
you know, Raymond James or the Florida State Fairgrounds unless they're opening for someone, right? Like when they open for Green Day, yeah, sure, absolutely. But like Jimmy World's sweet spot is that variety playhouse, tabernacle, you know, that couple thousand seats. And they're my second favorite band. So like it's Pearl Mm -hmm. Jam, Jimmy World, like that's it. So like I I wanted to know that there were places around here, even if I have to drive 50 minutes uh, to go see some of these bands. Um, Because, I mean, I'm surrounded by old people. And I know I'm almost 50, but they're older than me. So they're probably not, you know, queuing up for the 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 you know the Jimmy World concerts. Right. Um, so I was just kind of yeah. happy to see that there was a place uh, that would have you know these 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 alternative oh. bands that have a good enough following to be able to tour around here, but not so big that they're going to fill like a huge yeah. venue. Um, yeah. Well, that's kind of the thing for me. Like everything's at least an hour and a half, two hour trip, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Kind of which direction? If it, nobody comes to Alabama, every, right? Every once in a while, Birmingham they have a a club there that gets bands occasionally, but it, typically it's it's the ninety minute drive to Atlanta yeah. for me to see anything. So yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, so uh, we have a few movies to talk about today, uh, and then uh, I can regale you with. Uh, Tales of Ratchet and Clank. So, uh, real quick, before we get into movies that both of us saw, my first foray back to the theaters was to see, no surprise there, uh, F9. Uh, Sat down in the theater, and immediately four tween boys sat at the row behind us, and I was like, oh yeah, (laughs) this is why I didn't like theaters. Uh, They were fine. They were when I remember how I was as a teenager. I was like, okay, I probably pissed off a few people when I went to see sure. movies. Uh, they oh. were they were very well behaved, all things considered. Uh, I was kind of like in, initially like I might have to bounce these kids, and I was like, all right, grandpa, just <laughs> as long as they're not too bad. Like they're kids, like they're this is, but also yeah. this is not fucking Citizen Kane. Like let's uh right, right. but um uh. You know, as a as a as a Fast and Furious movie, as a if I were to like just take the emotion of going back to the movie theater for the first time in over a year. The last movie I saw in the theater was um, the Birds of Prey Harley Quinn movie, which would have mm, been oof. what March, I think. Yeah, yeah, March of uh, two thousand. I think so. Yeah, because I saw that, and the last thing I saw was Invisible Man. And that was right afterwards. So yeah, I saw Invisible Man. I I rented that. I paid twenty some odd bucks. Mm. My wife and I watched that at home, which I should watch that again. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's been it's been a minute, and so and I was glad that it was with the Fast and Furious because obviously it's me. Um, as a as a as a return to the theater, like it's not the greatest theater. So um, so there's a Sarasota Film Society. Uh, is what they own. There's a, they have a theater in Sarasota, and they have one here in Lakewood Ranch. And um, you know, it's like the the mix was not great. Like when what would be just kind of like the center's sound of like dialogue, it almost sounded like mm. it was kind of tin canny and stuff. You know, but it was like it, I don't know. It, like it was not your very slick like what we would see when we would go to Noonan, where like a giant screen mm. and the crystal clear sound and the amazing yeah. picture. It was a little step below that. But it was still good to be back in the theater. So as a return to theater, it was great. As a Fast and Furious movie, it was okay. Um, yeah. You know, as we know, I have very strong opinions about 
the Fast and Furious movies. And mm-hmm. when uh, when I learned that they were doing the Fast Fridays, so you know they were showing all eight movies every Friday mm-hmm. f- for free at certain theaters leading up to F9, I said to my wife, hey, what if we did the same thing at home? We have the soda can projector that we bought just to watch movies outside. So for the past two months, every Saturday night, we would watch a Fast and Furious movie outside on the lanai um, um, and, and count them down. So they are fresh in my mind. And it's it's better than Fate of the Furious, which is my least favorite, but it's still, mm. like, there's this... So there's two things. One is specific to Fast and Furious. One is, I think, is a, is just a trend for franchises that I wish would die in a fire. So specific to Fast and Furious is this tendency every film has to outdo the last film. Right. And you just are getting, we're getting to a point where you just can't do it. So I think of like, if like, I think of like um, cooking, which I know is a Mm. dumb analogy, but I also like to watch like master chef and the cooking shows, like all the different cooking competitions. And a lot of times you'll have these folks who are like trying to show off by doing like, all these different styles and techniques and flavors and fusions and it's just too much on the plate where it all ends up nothing is the star and everything ends up being kind of muddled and and mm-hmm. really what what matters more in those situations is restraint is showing that you have just an incredible command over f- the the flavor profile you're trying to do a certain a select set of ingredients and you've cooked the shit out of them it's with it like they are they are cooked within an inch of their lives they are the best anybody has ever cooked them but it's simple and it's 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 clear what your vision Mm. for that dish is and and i find that i feel like what they're doing with these in trying with every movie to be better and better and bigger and bigger and bigger is they're losing that kind of focus and I love the fact that, I mean, this, I, 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 I challenge you to find a, a series that is so, uh, so careful with its continuity than this, better than this one. Because they, these, whoever is the script supervisor on these movies, like they know the previous ones, all the callbacks are mm. there. All the people are there, the same actors, the references, the, the everything like, like they, they do an amazing job. And obviously within the limitations of some of the plot holes that come up from the script, but in terms of like making sure that, you know, there's a lot of flashbacks to like a young Dom. So making sure that like there was a young Letty and a young Vince and a young Jamie and a young, you know, that type of stuff, but also other things like in terms of like, they grabbed some guys from Tokyo drift and it was the same actor, like a little bow wow, not so little anymore. <laughs> right. Like Josh Lucas, like, I mean, or not, uh, yeah, so like the, a lot of those those things, I don't think it's Josh Lucas. I think I got his name wrong. Um, hold on here. Um, but um, a lot of like the callbacks that they do, um, Lucas Black, sorry, Josh Lucas is mm. an entirely different actor. Um, like they do the work to make sure that all those references and all those things are are are, are in there and and stuff. But the problem is. 
like they've added so much over the years it's now it's like you got fucking you know roman and tej in space like literally in space and you're like well what right. do you, and i know the last the next one's supposed to be the last one but like what are you gonna do but then also there's this franchise wide tendency now to try to explain every bit of somebody's backstory that is just so and I, all I think of is like Patton Oswalt did this bit about George Lucas and the prequels <laughs> where he was George Lucas was like hey do you want to know about Boba Fett and they're like yes we would love to know about Boba Fett's backstory he's like well he was a child and his dad died and he was very sad and you're like whoa no that's not <laughs> what we what the fuck dude you know it's like well do you want to know about Darth Vader's backstory like, yes we want to know Darth Vader's like well he was a child and his mom died and he was very sad and you're like what no that's not at all what we want you know and this tendency yeah. to just try to explain so much shit from before like I think of like I think of the man with no name right I think of those like iconic you know spaghetti westerns with with Clint Eastwood where he was a man with no name he's got no past no name you don't know anything about him he just rolls into town maybe he fucks shit up he saves the town whatever all you know is what he's doing now like you don't right. want to see a prequel you don't want to know what happened to him before he was this guy you don't want to know his name right so like and I understand, like, the whole linchpin of F of the Fast Furious franchise is family, and this one with John Cena, and it was like, it's Dom's brother, and so that ties into family, so you had to get into that. But they, between trying to explain everything in the back, and then they have, like, they have retroactively made, like, every single bad guy in this movie, they've explained that, oh, no, 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 they actually were good. There is a reason why they did bad things. That it's like nothing. There's no stakes anymore. You, if there's a villain, at least in this one, there was like a pretty disposable villain, and I'm pretty sure he died, and that's fine. But like, I'm sure in the next one we're gonna find out that you know Cipher, who is the bad, the villain in eight and nine, is like, no, 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 no I'm actually an undercover nun. It's all cool, <laughs> right? Like, right. and so. Like I under like bringing like Sung Kong like bringing Han back was fucking great. I wish though like they had not put it in the trailer. I think that that was like you know yeah. like Ragnarok. That was a totally that was a completely wasted moment. That would have been amazing in the theater to be like holy shit Han's alive. But right. it's like you know it's like everybody who is dead, no, they're not dead, or everybody who we thought was a bad guy, well they're not actually a bad guy, and all this stuff. And it's just like you know I, it just. And I don't know if that's just any if you if you had a ten franchise ten a ten movie long franchise you'd eventually just get to this point where you're just like I don't know right. man we gotta we might have to retroactively yeah make changes but I mean it it was good to, it was fun to look at there were some good moments you know a lot of the characters all like like Letty got to kick ass Mia got to kick ass Brian they still they're in a tough spot with Brian. They can't kill him off because he died in real life, right? Like so, right? They kind of and they they handled that as best they could, given their decision to not kill him off, which mm -hmm. I think was the right one. Um, yeah, I agree. But it's like you know, it's just I I'm like Fast Five was a legitimately great, like I mean, it's just that's the top for me.
And I think yeah, even if you don't know anything like. about <laughs> The Fast and Furious, like Fast Five, yeah. I think is a fucking fantastic action movie. Yes, it is. You know, the, 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 the action sequences are great. The practical effects are great. Like, you know, when they're, they're driving with that vault, what the vault was, and they're crashing through a building, mm. they actually crashed through that building. Right, mm-hmm. and then it started to go, you know, more CGI and more CGI, and then, like I said, like fucking ludicrous in space. Okay, <laughs> you know, so so for 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 F ten, which is the last one, and 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 when I say thankfully it's the last one, I don't mean that with like malice. I mean that with, you know, you want to leave. I think leaving on top, we've passed that point. Yeah, but you want to leave before people are like, ugh. Right, like right. I think we're yeah. getting to that point, and I, I, I hope, excuse me, I hope it ends before that. Yeah, you don't want to go direct to video with your like Hill Ranger, yes. you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But that being said, like it was fun to see the guys from Tokyo Drift, and I mean, it was you know the call. Like I said, all the different callbacks are great. And John Cena, if you didn't like John Cena going into this movie, you're not going to like John Cena. Like this is yeah. not the movie that changes your mind on John Cena. Um, <laughs> I mean, he was he was fine. He was fine. I like him more in like a blockers or yeah, like I think exactly. what I've seen in Suicide Squad. I like that John Cena more than I like John Cena trying to be Vin Diesel, if that yeah, makes I, sense. For sure. Um, like I think he's trying – I think what – actually what I think what he's trying to do is more kind of replicate what The Rock is doing. And mm. I feel like The Rock has carved out – a very specific space for himself and he's very good in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't necessarily try to do what he's doing, try to do more your own thing. And I think when he does more of that self deprecating, yeah, like almost somewhat clueless type of stuff, yeah. his, his, his timing and his, um, uh, oh, he his, was a uh, he was fantastic in that that movie with Amy Schumer. Uh, it was a train wreck or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes. He was train wreck. fucking hilarious. Yeah, that. like I think yeah, yeah. I think I think that those are where his skills really lie. But trying to go like like make himself into another version of the Rock or try to yeah, I just, I just don't think that's where his skills lie. But that being said, the casting director who cast young John Cena and a young Vin Diesel, that person should get a raise because they were fucking on mm. point. So even Vince, like, holy shit, young Vince had maybe five seconds of screen time. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, my God. Like, they went back <laughs> in time and grabbed this kid. Like, it was fucking crazy how much this kid looked. I mean, Vince, I mean, Vince died in, or no, yes, Vince died in Fast Five. We haven't seen mm. Vince in, like, fucking... 10 years and i was like holy <laughs> shit this kid is a he looks exactly like him it was crazy but and also like all of f9 this is where i have a problem a big chunk of f9 could have been solved with a conversation mm. there's <laughs> this whole thing about you know their father dying and who is responsible and it all could have been solved with a conversation <laughs> but also like if your dad asks prom asks you to promise to keep something after he's dead that's going to tear your whole family apart like i don't care how much you love your dad you don't owe that cat that you got to <laughs> think about you and your family now right <laughs> so anyway anytime like a huge conflict in a movie could have been solved with 15 minutes or just being like can we go get a milkshake can we get a milkshake and talk this out let's just go <laughs> just all i want is just a half an hour and and we'll get it all sorted. To me, that 
that's not the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the stakes aren't necessarily high. There. Yeah, they don't. Right. They're like artificially high. Right. Because right. that's the problem. So you're kind of going, well, this is not what it seems. It's going to be that he's going to be like, you know, there's a reason behind things. And you're just, mm-hmm. at that point, you're just waiting to find out what the reason is, right? You're not like, yep. oh my God, his right. father asked him to do that. I never saw that coming. Unless it was like the first movie you've ever seen, which would yeah. be really weird. If you're like, I've never seen a movie before. Hey, why don't we watch the ninth film in a franchise? <laughs> it seems yeah. fine. I'll know who everyone right. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why is this baby part. hiding in a hole? <laughs> So anyway, um, so my, my, I guess as to whether you should see it, I don't know. <laughs> Do you like the Fast and Furious movies? If you like the Fast and Furious movies, you probably already had plans. You've probably already seen it. Sure. If, if you're just like, hey, I'd like a good action movie. I don't know if this is the entry point <laughs> to this series. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe wait until... Jungle Book comes out, or not Jungle Book, Jungle Cruise, whatever the one with The Rock and Emily Blunt. That one looks actually sadly pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay. So speaking of um, entry points into very long franchises, mm-hmm. um, so this is a movie that came out, oh, geez, time has no meaning anymore. When did Spiral come out? That fuck if I remember. Okay. A month ago, maybe, a month and a half. I think it was more than that. I feel like it was more than that. (laughs) Anyway, um, so the first movie that we're going to talk about with the two of us uh, is Spiral uh, from May 14th, 2021. Oh, okay, wow. So you're you're right. Uh, Spiral uh, from the Book of Saw, um, which is a sequel that's not a sequel. it is, uh, you know, starring, you know, Chris Rock and Sam Jackson, of course, uh, directed by Darren Lynn Boozman, Bowsman, uh, Bowsman, yeah, Bowsman, <laughs> um, who you might know as a director of uh, Saint Agatha and, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> Saw two and Saw three. four, Saw two, Saw <clears throat> three. Uh, that Re- horrible death of me thing yep. we got to watch. Uh, yeah. Repo, the genetic opera. Which I do like, surprisingly, and I'm not a fan of this dude's. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it is, it's a sequel. It's not a sequel. It just takes place in the Saw universe. So everyone right. in this movie is aware of uh, the crimes of, what, what was his name? Jigsaw. Jigsaw. So they they all know that Jigsaw was a, was a guy and was a killer and, and killed all these people. Um, so Chris Rock plays a detective who had previously uh, kind of uh, ratted on one of his patrol officers who had killed someone uh, point blank and spent some time. And I, th- I don't know if he spent time in internal affairs or just everybody hates him because he ratted out one of his... Yeah, he's uh, still in the precinct. They just hate him because he's yeah. he ratted. He ratted on a. He turned uh, in a dirty cop. He turned basically. in. Yeah, it was his uh, his partner, um, right? As a patrol cop, and uh, Sam Jackson plays his father, who 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 had been like the police captain or lieutenant or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And then a number of uh, these kind of jigsaw esque 
killings start happening and the victims are all police officers. Mm -hmm. And so him and his partner, uh, played by Max Minghella, uh, started to kind of investigate uh, what was going on. Um, the first kill in this movie, mm. it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, the first kill is exactly what you would expect from a Saw uh, movie. It's it's a man suspended above a subway train by his tongue, and his choice is either uh, rip his own tongue out or get hit by a train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Both things happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was it was fantastic. It was like real. It was super gross, but awesome yeah. effects. Like just very cool to see. Um, and then I think that's when you probably should turn the movie off because it goes. <laughs> I felt yeah. like it went downhill. From I mean, Chris Rock is always good to watch. If you want a more understated Chris Rock performance, uh, this last season of Fargo, there is so much Chris rocking. In this yes. movie, yes. it was almost yeah. like if somebody said, hey, Chris Rock, could you do 90 minutes on police stuff? And he'd be like, sure, and did like a concert film on the police. Right. Uh, right. There's a lot of Chris Rocking. There's a lot of Samuel L. Jacksoning. Um, mm-hmm. there's he a, was fucking great, though. I he, thought he was, was hilarious. great. Unfortunately, there came a point in the movie, and you know, I, I don't really want to spoil it, but there came a point mm-hmm. in the movie after a kill where I went, Oh, okay. I know who did it. Same. Oh, it was, I was hoping, I was hoping to talk about that a little bit at least. Yeah, sure. Be- because it's and it, it, like when you were talking about fast and furious and, and the plot and stuff, and it's like, if you've never seen, if this is the first movie you've ever seen, yeah. maybe you got caught. by maybe it's just, Yeah, exactly. It's the exactly. Same thing here, man. Exactly the same thing. I was like, Oh, okay. Got it. Don't know why exactly yet. But I got it. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's that whole like if you don't see a body type of thing, yeah. you know? And and it was well, like that was, and also if if a fairly major character uh it happens off screen and it's sort of like a, oh yeah, that happened. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well that's uh okay. <laughs> yeah, and, and you're right. And so 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 halfway through the movie it, it becomes just an exercise of all right, well, why? You know, yeah, we're gonna find get, that we're gonna find that why, yeah. and um, that's never as fun. It's never as fun right. to have figured things out, and then you just want to know the why. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be right. To be perfectly honest, I kept thinking because they it, it does do that thing where it tries to make you think it's like so many other characters, and I was like, no, I, I think never, I got. And I never. <laughs> I I mean, it. It. I think I. I saw this. You. You saw it more recently than I did. And yeah, I don't. I yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't remember feeling like it was there was a possibility of it being a bunch of different people. I felt like it was a possibility, but maybe. And I'm not I'm not saying that you're wrong. I just don't remember that. Um, we did a few things, right? It's like you know he hadn't he hadn't heard from his dad in a couple of days, and his dad was had was in you know in the department, and he had you know uh, uh, one of the plot points is that uh, while he was being shunned by everybody else, uh, Chris Rock was chasing a perp, ended up getting shot. Oh, and that's right, yeah, yeah, that yeah. whole thing. So the dad kind of would have had reason to maybe yeah uh, go after some people and yeah, and a couple yeah, of other yeah. just just things that's that were right, sp- yeah. I was kind of like, they're trying to make you think maybe you're wrong, and I hoped I was, but 
Yeah, I thought it was fairly obvious. And then at the end, like the whole thing at the end. Yeah. With what they did with Sam Jackson, I was like, this yep. is stupid. Like no one That's in their right shit. mind would be like, oh yeah, yeah. No, this this yeah. man, this man is acting one hundred percent under under his own volition, and yeah. and he's he he might be trying to do us harm. So let's right. let's stop him. Like no one would right. think that. Like it's no. it was so stupid. Yeah. And and I mean, <laughs> it was you know it was kind of interesting. Once you knew. Like why the guy was doing what he was doing, I was like, okay, mm. like I get that. Like it was kind of a, sure. you know, a, a more um, sadly uh, current uh, motivation yeah. behind things. Right. But right. but once they brought like the the end with what they were doing with Sam Jackson, I was like, that wouldn't happen. Like that would not happen. Right. Like, it was right. a thousand percent obvious. <laughs> Sure. Even even in a universe in which there was a, especially in a universe in which there was a killer yes! who was known for setting up elaborate traps and stuff, yes! and things not being what they seemed, maybe. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then and then once it you know once you knew like who it was or whatnot, I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Pretty um, much. Like, well. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, it kind of sucks because as bad as the ending was, and it wasn't a great movie, and I kind of uh, chalk a lot of that up to Darren Lynn Bowsman. For me personally, I, I don't enjoy his his films that much. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I did like the fact that they didn't just try to reboot Saw, and yes. that uh, you know, I, I thought it was a neat thing that it all kind of was kind of centered around uh, a corrupt police department. Yeah. I liked that because yes. like at least I could follow it fairly well and it, and it wasn't relying on me remembering nine other Saw movies with characters yes. whose names I couldn't fucking remember and like all that other stuff. Yes. Yes. So like I enjoyed it standing on its own for what it was. I just yes. wish it had been done better, I guess. And and I I guess in this case I don't know if I necessarily would blame the director. I think I would blame the writers. Oh yeah, you know because I think saying. like it was. I feel like it was a pretty well shot movie, and oh, for the, sure. the like the kills were great, and there was some really like cool um, scenes, and I feel like they got good. He, you know, he got good performances. I mean, you don't. Here's the thing: unless you're doing something like Fargo, you don't. If you're gonna hire Chris Rock to be in your Saw movie, you want him to be Chris Rock to some degree. Yeah. Right? Because right. that's otherwise, like, there's been so many Saw movies at this point. Like, why would you bother watching yeah. a Saw movie just because Chris Rock was in it if he was going to be somebody completely right. different than Chris Rock? Right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with mm -hmm. Sam Jackson, right? You wouldn't, mm -hmm. you know, you, you want, these guys are icons. They have, there's a certain way that they are that you kind of expect not all the time but it's just like the whole joke right with like you know uh when sam jackson was mace windu and they're like which lightsaber is yours this is the one this is a bad motherfucker like that's right. what you want right like yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know and it's and the same thing here because it's a saw movie this isn't like some super uh you know like deep dramatic role where you're like oh yeah this is where i want to see them you know kind of expand their 
their acting horizons. No, fuck that. You don't sure. want that in a Saw right. movie. And like, I was fine with Chris Rock doing 10 minutes on police brutality, right? Like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's just... It, it, so I don't necessarily blame the director. I really do feel like it was the writers not doing a good enough job of hiding, Yeah, you know, who, well, like, who the character is. And I is. only say that just just the the point more for me was that like I kind of went into it being like, oh, shit, another Bowsman movie or something. Oh, you know I mean? yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd forgotten about Death of Me. That was not a good movie. <laughs> 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 the least known Helmsworth continues yeah. to be <laughs> least, no. yeah, that wasn't his break for sure yeah exactly he's like fuck you thor yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh the next movie we're going to talk about is probably if you're like hey what is the exact opposite of a big studio with super famous actors uh last in a franchise of elaborate death movies uh and and you'd be like oh well what about if uh ben wheatley made a movie about some researchers in the woods and some weird stuff happens (laughs) (laughs) and that would be uh in the earth so of course you know ben wheatley you know he's made just a a shit ton of movies uh he made free fire you know kill list high rise i was personally not a big fan um of high rise uh mm. but i uh, want to watch it again because i i wasn't familiar with the source material and one of the podcasts i listened to best movies never made they did a whole episode about uh high rise movies that never got made and they went all in on the the plot and stuff like that and it made me want to revisit Wheatley because I didn't I don't remember not liking it too much either. I felt like it was way too long and kind of dull. Yeah. But but after hearing, you know, uh, about the source material, I'm I'm interested to recheck it out because yeah. I haven't seen it since it came out. Yeah. But Kill List was great. And we talked about yes. that. I love Kill List. Uh, I love Free Fire. I love Sightseers. I hope it's hilarious. See, Free Fire was I started it and then I was like, I never finished it. Mm. Um, but um so in the earth is you know to me is is very much kind of like a it, i think it it's absolutely a pandemic movie in multiple ways yes. you know i mean it was it was basically you know kind of made uh, on a on a pandemic budget with a very small cast um but it's also set in the time of like an an apocalyptic type of thing so essentially uh there's this virus <laughs> mm-hmm. tell me yep. if this sounds familiar and um joel foy uh joel sorry joel fry plays a, a scientist named martin lowry who kind of goes into the woods into this kind of looking for this research facility to uh help find a cure uh for this virus and um he uh he he meets up with uh the, this woman who brings him kind of further into the woods and then they meet someone in the woods who surprise is not exactly who he you know pretends to be and mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of bad shit happens and then they find another researcher uh elora torchia uh who um is doing these kind of experiments which all goes around kind of like like almost like listening to this uns spoken language of like the forest itself Mm -hmm. um and uh and how it kind of drives some folks uh a little uh kind of around the bend um Mm -hmm. i myself i 
I really did kind of struggle to finish this one. Um, gotcha. To be honest, I I was like, oftentimes kind of confused. I felt like there was this weird, um, almost like a fascination with this Joel's feet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was like some kind of like intentional choice because I I don't know, but like he he got like his toes chopped off, but there was also like it just seemed like his feet. <laughs> played a big part a lot and but i honestly there was a lot of time i just i kind of lost the thread and i don't know if it's because i just wasn't really into it and then i had a hard time kind of getting back into it um but i mean i know i feel like i think you're a much bigger fan of ben wheatley's work than i am so right um, yeah i love it i love it i like aside from high rise high rise is my only disappointment uh honestly and i again really want to watch it again now that i know the backstory of the book so mm-hmm. we'll see how i land on it the second time but yeah no I, I liked it i really liked it uh i was i was super wrapped up in it uh i got really strong annihilation vibes from it and i was thinking um, about that too like i i you know annihilation i felt was very similar you know in that you've got these researchers kind of going into the woods so to speak in this you know weird time but i felt like annihilation mm-hmm. as like a horror movie was way more disturbing especially with the bear and, oh, yeah, and the voices sure. and everything I, this is definitely a much slower burn um yes i guess for me i just felt like i i just i really didn't understand like what the the final like oh the last 10 minutes yeah it completely lost me yeah uh, but annihilation kind of did too <laughs> if i'm being honest so yeah, I mean, and there was you know some 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 good you know some good visuals, some strong performances, but also for me, I guess you know they kind of like go into the woods and then they find this guy, and he's by himself, and he's like, oh no, everything's cool. I'm a nice person, or I'm a nice guy, and I'm like, he's mm. not. Like this is right, we've seen right, this right. before. He's he's not gonna end up being who he says he is and sure enough he wasn't you know he poisons them he's trying to chop off their toes i don't really understand what the fuck that guy was doing and then they well, find yeah his- he yeah he obviously i don't know you know they kind of play with this this mist that causes hallucinations and things like that out, out of these mushrooms and yeah this dude this dude was completely batshit yeah uh, he, he he saw this this for lack of a better term like forest deity or something yeah and and he he created uh, monuments to it and, and right. you know offerings of art and, and spoke, yeah yeah he know, took pictures of them in these weird yeah. positions and then was like you know yeah. trying to recreate it seemed like he was trying to recreate things that I don't know if they ever existed right. in the some first kind place of, he had some book or something yeah 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 pictures of and stuff and he was recreating the pictures and then you know they they get away from him and they run into um, the other uh, researcher. Uh, the other girl, yeah, who seems like she's got her head on straight initially, and then wouldn't you know it, she's fucking nuts too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, right, right. Yeah, and she's the one who's who's who is for you know we don't know for sure, but seems to believe that she had through through speakers and and these weird flashing lights and and these noises and these weird reverberating sounds, thinks that the the world, uh, the the forest or whatever that earth is trying to communicate yes. to, with, with her and with people. And they're like, well, what is it saying? And she's like, well, what do you think it's trying to say? It's trying to, that we can, you know, we all have to coexist here. And it's like, 
kind of telling us, you know, how, you know, things need to be for that to continue to be because we're destroying the world or whatever, essentially, right? Right. But I think it's all, you know, it's it's a it it doesn't explain it other than you just kind of have to go with the fact that oh, there's this uh, you know pandemic, this this virus. And maybe it makes people fucking crazy, and maybe it comes from mushrooms. Maybe it doesn't. Right. You know, we don't know. Right. And it kind of doesn't ever. You don't get any. If you're going to look for answers at the end of this, they're not there. Right. It, it, if anything, you end up with more questions because of how fucking batshit it goes. Yes. In the, in the last minutes. And I'm and I'm fine with that for certain movies. I mean, I don't expect there to be answers for everything. I guess for this one, it just didn't grab me enough. Mm-hmm. To where no, I see that. the, the, the lack of answers, yeah. you know, kind of right. made it worth it. You know, made it worth right. it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're not into Ben Wheatley stuff and everything he does, the slow burn, uh, ex- with the exception of Free Fire. Yeah, um, yeah, Free Fire starts off burning fairly, fairly yeah, strong. It just keeps going. Yeah, it's, one, it's almost one one fucking shot. It's almost one scene. Yeah, in, in that that warehouse, but 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 uh. You know, I don't know. I've never, I've never done acid, but most of the positive reviews for this movie come from that. They're saying if you've ever tripped on mushrooms or acid, like this is this is perfect and shit. I've never done that, but yeah, but I did like the movie. Yeah. So, but it is absolutely whatever you think of when you think of an acid trip or whatever that could look like. Apparently, the last few minutes of this movie is exactly that. So. Yeah, I could see that. And I guess if for me, if if I'm gonna have something like that, honestly, I would rather have something like a almost like a color out of space where it's like this almost like yeah. a kind of cosmic horror. Type well, yeah. Thing. Co- horror and then it adds in uh, some pretty decent creature stuff too. And there's none of that in this. Yeah. I almost thought there might be like, uh, I wanted the forest thing that that guy thought was real to show up in some yeah. capacity. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of like, Oh, well that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that to me would have, would have almost like kind of redeemed it if, 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 yeah. if they had that idea of, you know, this force thing as being this like malevolent entity that not necessarily mm-hmm. that you could kind of put your, your, your finger on, so to speak, but almost, you know, like some sort of like physical manifestation rather than just like, Hey, here's some, right. you know, colors and sounds. Yeah. Sometimes some of the best stuff is when like the people you think are fucking crazy end up being right. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Especially when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I mean, that's way more terrifying to think that like, right. you're just like, well, no, that's obviously, you know, crazy because that right. type of thing can't happen. And then you're like, Oh shit, guess it can. All right. You yeah. know I mean? That was always, you know, that, kind of cosmic horror you know part of the half of the reason half of the horror from that comes from your mind just shattering when you see that these things are real and they're right Right. on the other side and they fucking want you man like they're hungry to come through (laughs) right right that's that's what makes that shit so terrifying is not just that that stuff might be there and and not the necessarily the physical threat, but more the mental threat, um, right? To that, so, but you know, um, obviously, you know, everybody's got their own thing. So uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. You know, for me, I wish I had enjoyed it more. This was, you know, when we talked about in our last show, kind of like there was like a bunch of like kind of pandemic shot movies. You know, this mm. is one of them, and I think anybody that's able to excuse me, put together a picture with the circumstances of the past year. Anybody who was able to make anything 
Like, if you survived, good on you, man. You fucking did it. (laughs) (laughs) If you managed to make a piece of art, whether it was a game or a song or a or a or a or a book or a movie with what happened Mm. last year, holy shit! Like, that's fucking fantastic. Like, all the credit in the world to you. Um, and you know, if it didn't hit for me, then that's on me. But uh, Lord knows, I couldn't have done shit. Yeah, <laughs> on, like, on a I good day. I think host was like everybody flipped their shit over host, and I just thought it was okay. But guess what? I, it's way better than anything I could do, regardless of a pandemic. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Host, I was like, I mean, I, I guess spending as much time as I do on Zoom, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's kind of cool. But uh, you know, I, I didn't I didn't think it was anything like I, I think it was I think it I think it was um uh there's there's gonna be a time when we look back on that movie like like a, almost like a relic. Uh where people yes. are gonna watch it and be like, Wait, why are they all on a conference call? Like you know what I mean? And then yeah. there's that context yeah. of having lived through the last year that thankfully will be absent for them don't get me wrong i don't want anyone to be able sure. to watch that movie and be like ah that was wednesday <laughs> you know like, <laughs> yeah um but i mean there's certain certain movies that i mean they 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 tie into a very specific moment in time and they work because of that um, yeah. I think Zoom is definitely one of those. I, I, I mean, I was the same thing when everybody was talking about how amazing it was. I was like, yeah, it was fine. You know, I mean, it was yeah. very creative, uh, but you know, I as you know, I didn't think it was anything like all that amazing. Um, so, um, all right. So, real quick on the games front, it was funny you had texted me uh, the other night while we were eating dinner, uh, for the, 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 the update for my, my daughter. Cause she's been asking me what you've been doing in resident evil eight. And, uh, she was very excited to hear. She knew more about it than I did. I was like, Santa yeah. Claus werewolf. I don't know. She's like, she's like, Oh yeah, he's a werewolf. He's got a big beard. And I was like, well, does he have like a sack? Like, and she's like, no, he's just a big beard. Like, and I was like, okay. Like, I had to ask her more. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's like. I do you know what he's talking about? And she's like, oh yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> she just kind of like nodded, like yes, rocks, got it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh god. Yeah. Man. That was which, a fucking endurance test right there. <laughs> which, can I just point out that never once has she asked me, like, oh, what are you doing? What are you, like, she'll ask me what game are you playing, and I'll tell her, and she'll be like, okay, that's nice. Like, and she never then asks again. She's not like, oh, who'd you assassinate in Assassin's Creed? And I'm like, well, let me tell you. She doesn't give a shit, but fucking Resident Evil, she's like, I need to know once he hits the castle. And I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> But I just thought it was funny because she always asks, and then it was like right as we were eating dinner, I was like, "Oh shit, I have an update for you." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Santa Claus is? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I am almost. I'm I'm at the part with Ratchet and Clank where I'm like ready to go do the final mission, uh, which means. I'm at the part of Ratchet and Clank where I am trying to level up all my guns, even though there's no trophy, there's no uh, there's no tangible reason for me to do this. I have I have unlocked all the guns I can on this playthrough. I will unlock 
two additional guns when I fire up New Game Plus. But I have a thing with Ratchet and Clank games where I level up all the guns. And when I say level up, I mean I get all the guns to level five, and then I get enough raritanium to fill in all the grids. Even though there's no reason to do that other than just it's just a thing that I do. Um, mm. And I mean, it's still like this is a game that looks it looks so good that I will not play it on via remote play because I feel like it's a disservice to how good the game looks to stream it to my laptop. Like I'm not it's just it looks so good that I'm just not willing to do that. Um, <laughs> and then I will I will absolutely start it up in New Game Plus so I can get those other weapons. I will probably then. Uh, buy the Omega versions of all the weapons and probably try to level them up too. Um, but uh, I mean, it was great. It was it was, you know, as we as I talked about on the last show, uh, from a technical perspective, it's amazing. And I think that you know, Jason mentioned on our Discord that you know, like if this is what first party games are going to look like on both right. systems, it's going to be amazing to see. And I think it that's the thing. And this isn't necessarily like a PS5 thing because you know the the what allows this game to shine is the super fast loading screen from the internal drive, which is the same thing that the Series X has. What allows this game to shine is a development studio that only had to develop it for one console. Yep. And I don't know if they're going to have a PS4 version of it. Maybe they will. But I mean, you know, I've you know played Series X games that look great, but I haven't played you know, even, even like the medium which look great, like knowing now that there's mm-hmm. going to be you know, uh, PS5 versions and stuff. I mean, I, I would imagine they probably knew that when they made the game, so they were developing the game somewhat with that in mind. But when we start getting Series X games that are only Series X games, and and the yeah. development team is focused entirely on, even if it's Series X and PC, f- you know, having those kind of um, experiences that are able to take full advantage of that hardware and not worry about what, the previous generation is the same thing as like when destiny said, we're only doing PS4 and Xbox one. Mm. We're not supporting the 360 and the PS3 or whatever. I mm. mean, it, there's a, a huge jump in quality from destiny to destiny too. And it's the same thing here. So it has nothing to do with necessarily being a PS5 exclusive. It just has to do with being um, an exclusive to this generation. And I mean, there's right. no loading screens in this game at all. Like, I mean, are there loading screens? Yes. If you get in your spaceship and you fly to another planet, that little bit of time is a loading screen. But you will never see, you know, whatever, ratchet running around with a black background while a loading bar appears at the bottom, right? You'll never see that. You will literally, you jump in your ship, you fly for 10 seconds, you get out and you're going. From the minute you hit start on this game, if you wanted to just fucking binge the whole thing and go start to finish... In one long playthrough, you would never once be at a time, aside from those moments when you're flying from planet to planet, you would never have a moment where you're like, oh, I can just put the controller down and go to the bathroom because I've got, you know, a minute for it to load. Mm -hmm. Not once. And I think that's the type of stuff that, you know, the, the... being exclusive to just this generation and, and the hardware of this generation is going to allow for, um, so it'll be it'll be exciting to see because even like even like uh valhalla valhalla has loading screens they just don't take yeah. very long to get through right um but i mean you still you still have them 
you know, I mean, it's, and it's great from a quality of life standpoint. Holy shit. Like how little time it takes to, to load stuff in on the new consoles is fucking great, but they still haven't, you know, on the Xbox, I don't really feel like they've had something where like this, where you can really point yeah, to it no. and say, you know, this type of experience is, is only, is one you can only have here because it's taking advantage of the hardware. Um, so and I mean again we've had a pandemic for the past year and a half so the fact that this game got made at all regardless of how long they've been mm-hmm. working on it is yeah for sure is you know is is amazing um, but um, I, I mean I w- I wish like I would love uh, I wish that that Sony had the same kind of dedication to backwards compatibility as the Xbox did um, because I would love to go through and like if there was like a ratchet like the same thing they did for you know, Uncharted, where they had, like, an Uncharted collection, but if it was, like, you could just, like, you know, through emulation, play back through them all, like, I would love to do that, because, you know, there's a lot of the games that I just don't remember. I would love to replay Crack in Time, um, but Mm. I don't think there's a way for me to do that without, because, I mean, they don't, I don't think, they don't emulate for the PS3, right? No. Yeah. So... Um, and that's a shame because those are really good games, and I would love to be able to kind of revisit them. But yeah, oh, wow. I had so many things on the PS3. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, because the Uncharted collection was was fun to play through on the on the PS4, but mm-hmm. um, you know those were all PS3 games, so it was much easier. You know, Ratchet and Clank, you're going back to the the PS2, um, right? That's that's definitely a much a much higher lift. Although I guess technically you could skip the first one because they remade that as Ration Clank yeah, for the PS4. PS4 yeah. But I think there was more than one on the PS2. I just don't. Yeah, remember. I think there was two. Because um, I think I got both of them for Jacob. I think there were two, and I got them both for Jacob. Yeah, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I mean it's. It's great to look at. I mean, it's same same thing I said last time. Um, it's just uh, it, they are a tremendous amount of fun, and I'm and I'm right at the end. It's just you know I've kind of been waiting because I was upgrading all my weapons, and I was like, well, you know, this morning I was playing, and I was like, oh, I only have like a half an hour, and I don't want to try to like rush it through. Um, oh, so, for sure, yeah. You know, I don't know how long it's going to take, but uh, but I'm I'm all I'm kind of all ready to go, uh, and I'm actually kind of sad to finish playing it because. I mean, it mm. is, it is, you know, it is a lot of fun, and uh, um, it just looks so good to then go back to, like, you know, I don't know, something that doesn't look nearly as good. You know, you, you fucking spend all the right. money between the console and the TV. You kind of want everything to look like this. Yeah. But, oh, well. And I did... Uh, I did rent the new Mario Golf just because it was a Mario Golf game, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'd like to play it." And then I read about it, and they're like, "You have to like run from hole to hole," yeah, and, and I, I was like, "Oh, weird. shit, fuck that!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> also, I know uh, I read uh, impressions from a friend of mine who was like, uh, "If you're buying this for adventure mode, fucking don't. If you're buying it for multiplayer, go ahead." But apparently, it's real short. The adventure mode is is really really short, so. I haven't played a Mario Golf game in I don't know how long. And Camelot made it. And Camelot made some amazing Mario sports games. Mm. 
so I was like, well, you know, let me rent it. Let me just kind of play around with it. But when I was like, oh, yeah, you got to run. And sometimes it's like timed. And sometimes it's and I was mm-hmm. like, timed golf. What are you fucking kidding me? You know how long it takes me to pick a club? Like, fuck that. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. But um, I also threw Scarlet Nexus in my queue or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, um, I want to play that. Because I, I heard that was good, too. But, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, for... I'm trying to think for what the next uh, kind of big thing is. Um, you know, we were hoping that the, the new um, Dungeons & Dragons game would end up Oof. <laughs> being... And you played it more than I did. I haven't played it at all. Yeah. I heard what you were talking about, and I was like, yeah, you know what, we're good. Oh, God. If that's not a, a remastered ex- original Xbox game, like, I don't know what they were fucking doing. Because yeah. that's exactly what it looks and plays like. Yeah. And I mean, a bunch of the games that they were announced at E3, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, if it uh, ends up being good, great. But, um, you know, I mean, I think for me, as far as like looking at my queue, I mean, like, I- I'm interested to try Skyward Sword on the Switch. Um, mm. I played it on the Wii, and I think I put like 20 hours into it. And then I was like, you know what, I'm good. But you know, I feel like the type of stuff, like the fuckery that Nintendo's doing with those like these amiibos of late, has mm. really started to kind of turn me off. Like the fact that like if you buy the $30 amiibo for Skyward Sword, it allows you to like essentially have like warp points different places. I'm like, that should just be a quality of life thing in the game. Like right. the, the Samus one. Okay. You get more health and more rockets. Sure. I guess like that's not as big of a deal, but like having to find these statues to let you like then fly up to your home base and skyward. So like that was a fucking, that was annoying in the main game. So mm. to make it like tied to this thing, I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah. That sucks. I hadn't read that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and especially because just like everything else now, these amiibos they're expensive, they're hard to find. Yes. People start scalping them, like all that shit. And you're just like, can yep. we not? Like, <laughs> can we not? But um, you know, I mean, I right now I I don't know what the next thing, the next big thing for me is. You know, it's just kind of going through Destiny every week and hitting that stuff. I'm gonna fucking finish Ghost of Tsushima. That's the next thing I'm gonna do. <laughs> I finish Resident Evil. <laughs> I'm not recruiting anybody else either, so fuck it. I'm either going to win with who I got, or I'm done. I, you know, I've always fuck. wondered. It'll be interesting to see because I've always wondered, like, what if things are harder or easier if you don't go oh, through good all, Lord. The, all the quests <laughs> for everyone? Because I did it, you know, both playthroughs. I got, oh, I got everybody. Um, and so I was, you know, I was wondering, like, if you just were like, "Fuck it, nope, not doing it. I'm not, I'm not talking to this monk. I'm not talking to this archery yeah, teacher. Fuck that. I'm done with all yeah, that." Yeah, like shit. I don't give a fuck about these <laughs> folks. Like I'm just gonna, you know, kind of I mean, go. To there's the certainly end. not much help during their their missions. I mean, I'm still doing all the fucking work, so I might as well just fucking. Well, that's it. the thing when you have like the missions where you're like, you know, storming the castle and whatnot. I mean, they basically just kind of get knocked down. And yeah, then you, and so then you've got to go good. pick them up. So I'm like, why are you here? Like, this yeah. is yours making more work for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna finish that and then and then get into something else on the backlog. I think. Yeah, I might yeah. do Cold War. I I got Cold War a couple weeks ago from GameFly for for cheap, and uh, I, I think the that Call of Duty. Yeah, 
I liked Modern Warfare so much, and I did not expect to, but I got completely wrapped up in it, and it was a fast game, and I could knock it off the list. So I, yeah. I'm kind of wanting to do that. I don't want to get into another, you know, I don't want to get into Last of Us Two or another 50 hour no. game right away. So oh, that's right, I forgot. I have all the DLC for Immortals. That's what I was gonna oh. do next. Because I bought that right around the time when I bought the the season pass for uh, so I did a Valhalla and then yeah so that's what what'll be next for me is there's I think there's three DLC packs for Immortals. Um, mm, cool. So we'll start fucking around with that. But anyway, and then I think the next time we have a show, I will probably I know you won't have seen it, but I will probably have seen Black Widow at that point because mm. um, that comes out I think two weeks from from Friday, this past Friday. Um, gotcha. So, you can look forward to my take on... As long as Taskmaster isn't wearing a hoodie, like he was in that yeah. shitty Avengers game, he looked awful in the Avengers game. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with him, like, I love his normal costume, but in the Avengers I actually kind of want to see it, so I may, I may end up going to watch it, too. Uh, well, you could also watch it at home, because I believe it'll be streaming. Oh, is it? Oh, well, fuck that, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool, I'll just yeah. do that, then. You don't have to For sure, I'll do that. Because I want to see, um, uh, I obviously want to see Taskmaster, but I want to see uh, uh, David Harbour as yes, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. super interested in that that angle. So I mean, I'll go see in the theater because I've seen every Marvel movie in the theater at this point, and mm. so, but um, there's there's plenty of like there's plenty of movies coming out this year that I will be like like Dune, man, fuck Dune, I don't give a fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, not, watch too, I'm that. not super excited for that either. Yeah. I tried. I tried. I've tried reading Dune multiple times, and I've watched the David Lynch Dune multiple times, and I'm just like, I don't get it, and I that's fine. Yep. <laughs> People try to explain Pretty it much. to me, and I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. I don't care. That yeah. I don't get right, it. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you think this is bothering me? It is not. <laughs> Lost zero sleep over my life. <laughs> I will kill him. That's all I remember is Sting <laughs> in a cod piece going, I will kill him. And then he didn't. Spoiler alert. That did not happen. So anyway. Um, okay, cool. Well, whatever it is, hopefully you'll be here with us uh, to uh, to hear us blather on about it. Um, so this has been episode 124 uh, divided by a werewolf. So uh, enjoy yourself next week for Fourth of July. If you are uh, someone who likes to indulge in firecrackers, please uh, be careful and don't uh, don't blow your thumbs off. And if you live somewhere with a drought, like maybe don't like set everything on fire. With yeah, your, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> with your fireworks. <laughs> I mean, it's like a million degrees out there, folks. So I mean. Maybe just like watch that shit on TV, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah. So, but be safe. You know, enjoy the holiday, and uh, you know, mask up where appropriate. And if you're vaccinated, then don't. Uh, and uh, enjoy the time with your family. Uh, and we will be back here in the next couple weeks. So, for myself and Mitch, thanks so much for hanging out. We look forward to spending time with you in the next couple weeks. So, thank you again. Good night and have a good evening.